Spencer Speaks Sports, hosted by Spencer Swoboda, and I wasn't sure when I was exactly going to do the uh, the end of the week episode here for this week, and uh, you know because I could have done a complete French Open preview. I'm probably going to do that separately, either on the blog, could finally get to the YouTube channel, um, but I'm not going to do that now on the podcast. Heck, I could even make a podcast episode for tomorrow for the French Open coming up on Sunday. But um, yeah, I wanted to wait until the end of the Celtics game, and that was definitely a good choice, Not no doubt, because the Celtics go and get a crucial win crucial win against the Brooklyn Nets uh what was what was the score 122 to uh 115 I think it was uh no 125 to 119 there we go okay so but yeah they they got a huge win a huge effort by Jason Tatum dropping 50 points that's like the fifth most in Celtics playoff history in a single game just ridiculous held off a, a tandem of James Harden and Kevin Durant, who scored 41 and 39, respectively. Uh, yeah, just just insane. Uh, Marcus Smart putting up 23 points. Tristan Thompson, unbelievable, especially on the offensive boards. He had 13 total rebounds, 19 points. Fournier had uh, 17 uh, Kemba Walker actually struggled, um, was able to contribute eight rebounds, but only had six points, not fully healthy either. But, uh, yeah, whatever gets the job done, gets the job done. Uh, and that's, that's, this is what I've kind of been saying is that Jason Tatum, especially with Jalen Brown being out for the rest of the season because of his wrist injury, wrist surgery, uh, Tatum has to just go out and score basically 50 points like at least 35 plus in order for the Celtics to have any chance at this point and this is this is what they have to keep doing they just have to keep getting a big game from Tatum and then from like I said from guys like Fournier Thompson Smart hopefully Kemba Walker too like they just need those contributions like like high double digits or even in the 20 point uh, total, or yeah, high teens, twenty points from those guys. That that's what they need. They need to score one hundred twenty-five points in order to have a chance to win. Uh, so that that was that was big for Game Three because if, if they went down 3-0, this series would have been over. I think it's like one hundred forty and O teams up 3-0 in in a playoff series uh, or a first round playoff series. I can't remember exactly. But anyway, it's still it's 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 impossible to come back. Um, well, I mean, it's possible, but historically, looking at looking at trends and stats, it's not. Uh, so that was big game three win. Uh, they'll be go. This was at twenty five percent capacity, so just under five thousand fans. Game four on Sunday, I believe, is going to be at almost four full capacity, like 17,000 fans. So that's going to be huge for the garden. Um, that starts tomorrow actually for when the Islanders play the go to, uh, Boston and play the Bruins. Uh, the Bruins are going to have almost near full capacity cause it's that May 29th deadline. So, so yeah, it's, it's, that's going to be huge as well. It's going to feed the team and, and, and kind of give them hopefully momentum to tie the series up two two and give and give them a real chance to to try to to try to get something out of the series and, and the heck maybe maybe pull off the miracle and beat this Brooklyn next team the three headed monster of Harden Irving and Durant um, but yeah it, this was yeah Jason Tatum just had an absolutely historical game went off and then did what he had to do so big big win. No doubt. Um, what else in the NBA? 
uh, the well, speaking of 3-0 series that we could potentially have, you got the Clippers and the Mavericks playing each other right now, and Clippers are barely leading Dallas. It's like super close towards the end of the third quarter here as I'm recording. Uh, th- that's what's going on. And yeah, if Dallas goes up 3 nothing, it's over for the Clippers. And I think rumors are will start to spread that Kawhi Leonard may be out of there for, for LA, may consider going down to Miami, teaming up with Jimmy Butler and Bam out of bio. Um, that, that, that was a potential that I heard. But yeah, this is, I mean, this could mean a lot for the Clippers organization and, and keeping what they have intact. Uh, but we'll just have to see because, I mean, we're only two games in. If the Clippers get a win in, in a series being down 2 0, like the Celtics did tonight, then that could completely change things and keep things intact. And, and maybe we'll say, because I'm pretty sure I had the Clippers going to the Western Conference semis, losing to the Lakers. So, I mean, that would be helpful if they <laughs> gave me a little bit of hope here and uh, winning this game. But we'll just have to kind of find out what the result is come tonight or, or Saturday morning, depending. Uh, so, yeah, so there's that. But, yeah, Luka Doncic has been a problem for these guys currently in this game. Already 34 points. You know, it was kind of funny because I think Vegas set him at 29 29 and a half for his point total and he's exceeded that in the third quarter so that's pretty ridiculous um he'll probably he may have a triple double seven and seven right now like i said end of the third but the clippers can't the clippers don't have an answer for that for him luka Doncic, no way he's just too good no matter who guards him just, just unstoppable uh it looks like Kawhi Leonard, paul george having pretty good games but uh yeah luka Doncic, big big issue uh, what else did I want to talk about with the playoffs? Oh yeah, yeah, the New York Knicks and how they celebrated their their butts off when it came to winning Game Two and tying up the series. And it's actually, I mean, this Atlanta really came into Game Three in their home arena with the momentum because they stole a game in, in Game One against the Knicks, and they go and and. Uh, and hold serve win the win the home game in game three and they'll have another one game four on I probably Sunday or Monday. And uh yeah, this they're up two one in the series. They're doing what they're supposed to do and the Knicks were having a, a parade after game two, like winning a game they should have won. So I just like I mean, I, I'm not gonna say hangover, but I mean that's kinda what it was to where Atlanta was was dominating this game i'm not exactly sure how much they were up but they were up a decent margin heck kevin herter uh the the forward there on the hawks was shooting from the logo so that that kind of tells you the confidence the hawks offense was having julius randall has gone ice cold uh he was the uh big contributor one of the main factors why the knicks were so good uh and, and it's what got him the four seed for the playoffs but now he's well, I think he has shot the ball 54, 55 times and he's made and he's missed like 40 or 41 of them. He's shooting like 25% in the playoffs right now. Nothing like what he was doing in, in the regular season. And that's what's leading to the next struggles, too. Like, I mean, thankfully, they have Derek Rose, who's, you know, on two surgically repaired knees, putting up 26 uh, in game two and then 30 in game three, but that wasn't enough. And the Hawks still able to win by 11. And I think, I mean, 
geez, if they if they're able to win the the this game coming up, game four back in Atlanta, if they're able to win that, then I think the series is over. I think I don't know. I just think the Knicks are are the Knicks fans. Granted, it was their first playoff win in what eight years. I mean, but still, like you gotta, you're the four seed. You're expected to win those games, especially games one and two at home. And now, yeah, so we'll see if they if they if they win game four in atlanta then they i believe they have more of a reason to celebrate but still i mean they, they win the series for, I, would, I would say you celebrate when you win the series um because that's what you're the four seed that's what you're supposed to do atlanta's the five seed so but yeah that's it's concerning that julius randall's only putting up like what four yeah he put up 14 points um in, in game three against atlanta so that's um yeah, that that's not. You need him at, at least scoring twenty plus. Uh, okay, what else? Um, I think. Do I hold up? I mean, Bucks Heat. Bucks are gonna win that series. They're up three nothing. He's he doesn't have the answer. Uh, Giannis, Middleton, and, and Holiday just too good. Um, Nuggets Trailblazers. Nuggets up right now two to one. If Trailblazers, like I, I think this game, this series is bound to go seven. Uh, so if, if the Trailblazers win Game Four, tie it up two two, then that, that that'll stay the course. Um, Sixers Wizards. I mean, Wizards could get a game. I really think the Sixers are going to win in five. They're up two nothing. They play tomorrow too. Jazz Grizzlies. I mean, it's it's interesting right now because it's one one. Grizzlies were able to steal a game in Utah, and we'll just see how they play at home. But eventually, I think the Jazz should probably win this, uh, and that should segue me to the final um, thing I want to talk about in regards to the NBA, which is the LA Lakers, and they beat the Suns last night, one hundred nine ninety five up to one now in the series and if they of course uh it would be um it would be kind of crucial for them to win game four in la go up three one but uh i, I mean i which i think they probably will and and the reason why is because i think uh the suns especially with a, a chris paul who's not 100 percent at this point with his shoulder in, injury that he suffered in game one uh I really, I really think that uh, the the Lakers are are in the process of really building towards that championship run. So if they get out of this series, they're only they're only going to keep getting better. And what we've seen early on, just from the Jazz, I mean, they've had to play some pretty competitive games. Granted that they, they did put up 141 against the Grizzlies, winning that game 141-129 on Wednesday. Uh, so if they put up like offensive efforts like that to where i mean i think their three-point shooting was unbelievable in that game yeah they're almost 50 percent uh, from three point and then there were 55 percent from the field in general so if the jazz shoot like that then they can win any game but just based on the the, the struggle in game one and if the lakers kind of do what I expect them to do to where you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis having their usual games to yeah, Anthony Davis, 31 points, LeBron James, 21 points. Um, if you have games like that from them and then they're doing their usual thing, I just, I mean, I don't see how the Suns are going to be able to win this. Like I said, if Chris Paul was healthy, maybe a whole different story, but Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, just, can't match it themselves it, it, it just doesn't seem that way um but yeah so the lakers advance through round one 
they're going to be pr- a problem for. Oh wait, no, no, it wouldn't be Utah. Who the hell would they play? Why did I think they were playing Utah? Um, Denver and, and Portland. So, so they're going to play a Denver or, or Trailblazers team. And now Trailblazers, they could be dangerous with with Lillard and, but I mean, I guess Denver could with Jokic too. But when you're when you're matching them up with AD, it could be um, it could be that could be more of an issue for the Nuggets uh, versus like the 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 long range shooting of Lillard. But um, but yeah, so so if the Lakers win that. And they go and let's say the Nuggets. I mean, yeah, that that I mean, I don't see because the Lakers beat the Nuggets in the in the Western Conference uh, uh, Finals last season in the bubble. Um, yeah, it's just going to take some crazy efforts from those guys in order to in order for the Lakers to take them down. And then eventually, say they do get Utah in the in the western conference finals i mean i i really think that'll be competitive and 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 the lakers could very well take advantage of the jazz um because they could it could be a problem for rudy gobert to defend a player like anthony davis especially if he go tries to go away from the paint a little bit and then kind of kind of work in the mid-range because that's when he uh, davis could take advantage of gobert on defense blow by him have easy layups um so yeah i mean i i just think as the lakers keep moving on the playoffs are going to get better and better when when lebron and anthony davis get get more games uh, um back from their injury and it, it yeah this this could be a pretty easy run to the western conference um and then in the eastern conference who's knows if they have to go up against someone like Giannis or i mean i guess mb could be a problem too um who else and then, and then, just the the offense. If if say if Brooklyn uh, gets there, which I mean, I mean, come on, they're not because of the Celtics. I mean, the Celtics are going to start building momentum. They're going to win this series. But if they do have to play the Nets, then uh, then I mean, Durant, Irving, Harding, the the big three. Uh, they could be a problem just put it with the amount of offense they put up, and and can the Lakers be able to match that? But uh, yeah, if just if we're talking Western Conference. Yeah, I mean, I I have I'm gaining confidence that the Lakers can make a very deep run. Uh, they're I mean, before the playoffs, they were my my finals uh, pick. I had them winning the, the entire thing again. So um, we'll just have to just have to see what happens, I guess. But yeah, that was my thought on the Lakers. That if if they don't get stopped now, then uh, it's going to be tough to to stop them in the future as they just gain momentum and as LeBron and AD continue to get more games under their belt. Okay, I think I'm going to highlight NHL playoffs a little bit quicker this time around, especially compared to what I did with the NBA playoffs just now. Um, What do we got? What updates? Uh, So, yeah, the Hurricanes beat Nashville. I... I mean, they, I think I'm pretty sure they played their the last four games of that series. They played in in double overtime or overtime, because it was Hurricanes were up two nothing. Then the Predators go and tie it up two two in the series after winning two double overtime games in Nashville. Then they go back to Carolina. Carolina wins the overtime game. They go to Nashville for Game Six, and then Carolina. Uh, wins four three wins the series and that game was also in overtime so that was 
crazy. Um, I think that could like potentially could be a problem when the Hurricanes have to play Tampa Bay, who who took care of the series. They beat the Panther, the Florida Panthers, for nothing on Wednesday night. Uh, yeah, won that series four two. Um, I predicted that the Lightning would 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 beat the Hurricanes and then get to the semifinals, win the Central Division, um, especially after all the overtime games. Like I mentioned, I, I think that it, uh, becomes um, even a stronger take for me that the Lightning will be able to beat the Hurricanes there. Uh, so, so I'm going to stick with that. Uh, there was a game seven tonight, actually, that I think just went final, like as I was recording this. But you had the Vegas Golden Knights play the Minnesota Wild, and and the Wild credit to them, they gave they gave Vegas a fight. Um, I thought this would be like at most maybe a six game series, but Minnesota was able to push it to seven, and, and Vegas goes out and, and dominates game seven, six to two. They will go and play. Why am I drawing a blank? The Avalanche, oh, because because they won so quick. They swept. Uh, who do they sweep again? Oh, the Blues. Avalanche sweep the Blues. Yeah, four, four games to O. Like pretty routine series there, obviously. Uh, so based on, I mean, I had Vegas making it all the way to the um, Stanley Cup Finals in my prediction here. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, so, but the way Avalanche. Uh, played in the in in the first series against st louis and the amount of rest they have uh, i oh man i don't know the, the the president's cup trophy winners the regular season title winners may have a, a pretty easy series against vegas depending on how vegas bounce back um from everything i'm not going to count them out no doubt but uh first of all glad that vegas was able to get the the series win to kind of uh help boost my prediction for at least a uh a week or two more um, before the avalanche may crush that. Um, and that was obviously my, my non-biased prediction if I had to go against the Bruins, but I mean, come on, obviously the Bruins are going to win. And speaking of Bruins, they're playing like I, like I mentioned when I was talking about the Celtics, they're playing on Saturday night in the garden, almost full capacity against the Islanders. They have a, a, a um, the the home advantage in the series because the Islanders were fourth in the East Division, the Bruins were third. So we had two upsets in the East Division, and I just based on how competitive it was, um, I'm pretty sure um, I, I I was was anticlimactic in my in my um, unbiased uh, prediction and and had Pittsburgh and Washington, but in the back of my mind, I very well knew that because of how competitive the East division was that we, that we could very well see some upsets going on uh, in, in those, in those first round games in the East division. So uh, not surprised that's Islanders Bruins. And yeah, this, this could be very competitive. Um, it's going to be a, a decent goalie battle between Sororkin and, and Rask. I'm pretty sure that they're going to be Sororkin is going to be the main guy for the Islanders. Um, if I'm not mistaken, let me just check the last game. Um, did I skip over one? I'm gonna skip over one. Oh yeah, but but yeah, I mean, like the thing that that stood out to me was obviously that uh, when the Islanders went up three to two, uh, Sorokin had a had a pretty good game, and I thought that would carry over to game uh, game six against the Penguins, and it did. They did, yeah. Sorokin, yeah, Sorokin uh, had like a ninety. 
two per save percentage in the end that game 34 for 37 so reduced the damage that the penguins offense could have done and and the islanders scored yeah one five to three and won the series um so yeah so expect that battle to go on uh what else that i need to cover um what series hasn't been determined yet okay yeah toronto and, and then montreal uh toronto goes to montreal and they're up three to two they're playing that some yeah saturday night saturday night so uh or tonight and um so yeah i mean i kind of expect toronto to win this i mean montreal could become a problem but i expect toronto to go and play the uh the winnipeg jets there or the jets to come visit the maple leaves there because uh maple leaves would have home ice for for uh, four of the seven games in that series um so yeah i'll get to that in a little bit and uh what else we got I think that that's it. That wraps that wraps up the uh, NHL stuff. So, like I said, for both NBA and NHL, I will uh, continue to update and, and provide some stuff on that, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. So I want to close. Uh, just actually going back to the NBA quick because we had some situations to where uh, we're back to to decent capacity crowds, of course, for for arenas for these playoff games. Uh, the pandemic pandemic is is coming to a close here at least in the united states i mean i know it's, it's problematic in other areas still around the world but um uh, yeah i think i think we're just back to being um idiots of course the fans are and we saw this at the wells i think it's the wells fargo arena in, in philadelphia when a fan just dumps popcorn on an injured russell westbrook as he goes to the tunnel um i think russell westbrook shook off that injury pretty quickly but anyway um still still not good at all that fan got banned um from the arena i mean i don't know how well they're going to be able to enforce it especially especially with any of these people but um whatever that's 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 a kicking that rock down the road then you had in in the garden for for game two of the knicks and hawks when a new york knicks fan who paid super um paid a yeah probably a super expensive price for the seats that he was at you know a a row away from the court you know decides to spit on trey young the atlanta hawks guard who um this kind of uh, spoiled the party there in game one for the Knicks and then did so again in game three uh, tonight. But uh, yeah, so it's, I mean, in any situation and especially right after a pandemic, you know, that's a great idea to, to spit on an NBA player. Uh you definitely deserve those those seats the way the, the way you acted. But what, whatever. OK. And then the final one, uh, John Morant his family was at the uh at the utah game this was game two i believe and you had a, a group of fans chanting vulgar and racist remarks towards yeah his family and those fans have also been banned just like the 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 two before that at the garden and in philadelphia uh so yeah so just fans back to being idiots of course and uh and yeah, I think I think it was mentioned that uh, because of that, the the pandemic is over now. People are back to being just morons and disrespectful and all that stuff. But uh, but yeah, I mean, th another thing too is to not let 
one active person really represent the entire fan base, but still not a good look uh, for just in general um, based on those three things. Uh, what else did I um, – there was one more thing. Oh, the uh, the Champions League. Uh, and like I said, I'm going to talk about the French Open um, in, a, in a different podcast or, or in a blog or, or a YouTube video. Not really sure yet. But Champions League final, this is happening, I think, on Saturday or t- today. Well, I guess today now. But uh, Saturday or Sunday, uh, and it's Man City versus Chelsea. And this is, I guess, if I had to make a prediction, I'm probably going to go Man City. And I guess this could kind of be a bold prediction, but I really think Sergio Aguero is going to have a big game in his final game with Man City. I believe it's his final game. And I think he's going to, he's going to, you know, uh, spoil the party for Chelsea and Man City is going to get a win. I'm thinking 3 1. So in in regulation, 3 1. And Man City going to be the primary league champions and the champions league champions uh that's that's what i got for that um yep aguero spoiling the party so yep man city over chelsea and that's all i got so yeah like i said i i'll do whatever with the french open stuff and i'll be back on monday kind of recapping the start of the second round of the nhl playoffs continuing to do that and, and talking about the nba as well and and anything else that's going on um Heck, start of the French Open, NASCAR, whatever it may be. I'll get to it. All right. See you then.